Well, it was almost a year ago. I'm a few weeks out from my first year. My first year. So clearly that makes me a pro. No, no. Almost a year ago, with fear and trembling, my wife and I sat in that lobby talking to the team. And we signed on the dotted line, so to speak, to come as the new pastor of Grand Valley Church. At that time, Grand Valley Christian Center. So Ralph, Ralph is only 50% wrong. Um, and you know, I want to say what a year it has been. What a year it has been and what a year we have come through. In about 11 months, we have actually completed almost a full rebranding, a name change. We have renovated and cleaned our entire facility coming out of the COVID pandemic. We have revamped all our social media and added a lot of capacity to that. Built a new website, added a new membership, a new membership to this community and rewrote the entire membership course. Uh, we've launched new kids uh, programs and curriculums. We've launched other family ministries and now pushing into the fall are launching family events uh, and uh, youth events as well. So that's a lot to happen in 10 to 11 months. And over that last year, I have talked so much. <laughs> I have uh, asked millions of questions. It's amazing that Ralph has any patience with me left uh, at all. Uh, but I have also listened a lot. I've listened a lot. And as a leadership team, we've wrestled, we've struggled, and we've prayed. As we've contemplated strategies and directions for the future, that listen to the cares and concerns of the past and the current feedback from this community. And so today, for the very first time, I want to take some time to share with you a bit about our current mission and vision and values. Really, this is the, the start of a new beginning as we launch into some things starting this fall and taking us into 2023 and beyond. But before I dive in this morning, I just want to acknowledge a few things. One, over this past year, there's been a lot of change, and it's been fast and furious. And as we move into the future, this rate of change is going to continue. And the reason it's going to continue is because we're at the beginning of a journey, not the end of one. We're at the beginning of a journey, not the end of one, and we're writing new chapters. And when you write new chapters and you put the pen to the paper on new chapters, lots of things change. Lots of things change. It's going to continue. The second thing I want to say is everything that has happened right up until the very moment I've stepped up here has been possible because this family of Grand Valley Church has committed to serving and giving and praying faithfully. Don't stop. Don't stop. Your service and your generosity and your care and your intentionality with this place makes the difference between success and no success. It is not I do not wear that burden alone. It is on us as a family and as a community. And it's only possible because a family and a community continues to say yes. The third thing I want to say, much like the song we sung this morning, is that there is room for you here. There are room, and there is room for many others looking for a church and a family to call home. And we want to invite every single person who is here in this room today and online listening and who joins us over the course of our fall series to come and journey with us. I want to invite you to journey with us into what God has for this family and this place. 
And I want to say boldly but loudly that we're not perfect, but we are on mission together. And last, I want to say today may feel a bit like drinking out of a fire hose about a meter out from your face because it's a lot of information. But I want to say don't worry, this is the launch of something new and we have time to grow into it and to grasp it together. So we're not going to fully grasp everything to do with a new mission and values day one. It's something we're going to launch and we have the privilege of growing into as a family. So we have a brand new mission statement or a brand new re-articulated purpose at Grand Valley Church. Grand Valley Church is a community committed to knowing, serving, and sharing God together. So behind me, you can see to know Him and to make Him known. And I want to say that over the coming weeks, you're going to see this lovingly retired, but preserved in its intent. To know Him, right, has been kept in our new mission statement by the word know. It's pretty much there. Uh, To make Him known is share, right? To make something known is to share it. What can be known unless we share it and offer it to the world? So everything to do with who we have been is absolutely preserved, plus we are making some new additions to more fully express who we want to be and what we want to do in the weeks and months and even years moving forward. We want to be a church that knows God. We define this as our discipleship journey, right? Us as believers saying we know God, that is our discipleship journey. And we define this as being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus, and behaving like Jesus. And I'm going to speak on on that a little more later. We want to be a church that serves both God and each other with excellence, care, and humility. This is volunteering. This is finding your place within this church family and within our local community and missional partners. And we want to be a church that shares the gospel. This means learning how to articulate your own personal story of faith to others in this place and right here in this community. It also means as a community, we need to find ways to extend the good news of Jesus well beyond this place through effective national and international partnerships. So you're going to see some key words arrive over the coming months. Know, serve, and share together will be key words from our mission that we are going to do our best to embody and grow into and move into. So our mission or our purpose is also supported by the core values we have at Grand Valley Church. Our core values are the principles and the ethics that we want to embody and grow into as we move forward. Our four core values are, drum roll please, where's Brian when you need him? Right? The first is discipleship. Our faith is a lifelong journey designed to transform every area of our lives. And as we commit to living out of a continuing personal transformation, Jesus can and will continue to work through us every day. And our discipleship is directly linked with our mission because the process of our discipleship is literally how we know God. And there are three key areas that I mentioned that we want to get very, very good at doing that. The first is getting better at being with Jesus. This is how we practice and experience God's presence in our own personal lives. We all need a personal, living, growing, fruitful experience with Jesus and with His presence. This would include things 
like personal journaling, like Bible reading, like prayer, like meditation on the Word, like Sabbath and rest practices, and like worship. And this is not corporately. This is when the lights have gone off and when you're at home alone. Who are you? Just you and Jesus. Do you enjoy His presence? Do you enjoy His presence? Do you know God's presence and God's touch in your personal journey as you seek to be with Him? The second area that we want to grow in is becoming like Jesus. This is simply allowing, well, it's not simple. Simple to understand, very hard to do. It's simply allowing Christ to transform our character. Do we give access to Jesus in every area, in everything, so that we're totally transformed in who we are? This would include things like discussions in community around Scripture and life. This includes serving within our faith community on a team. This includes accountability in relationships. This includes prayer with and for each other and operating in all the gifts of the Spirit and in the fruit of the Spirit, which you can see posted very clearly in our lobby. We deeply care about having the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit at work, transforming our character completely. And it's not happening quickly. It's one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. The third area that we want our discipleship to grow is in behaving like Jesus. This is acting like Jesus. This would include things like sharing our faith, telling our story, giving, helping others, serving our neighbors, caring for the world around us as an expression of God's love, pouring out in action. Pouring out in action. You know, God just didn't talk about how much he loved us. He poured out that love in meaningful action to us, which we received, didn't we? What did we receive? What action did he take primarily, right? On the cross, right? He actively poured his life out in acts of service, laying his life down ultimately through love as an act of service. So we are called to act like Jesus, to find out what Jesus' priorities were and to put them into action here in this place, in our workplaces, in our marriage, in our community. And it's not easy. It's hard to do and it takes time. Our discipleship and our growth, I say this all the time, and people sometimes look at me as a pastor, like, is this guy okay? But I say all the time, discipleship is so much more than a Bible study. Can I say every once in a while I'm tired of Bible studies? Can I say that? It's controversial. I can say it, I might get in trouble later. (laughs) What I mean is, is that, of course, we need a Bible study. Of course, we need to open the Word. That is central to who we want to be. But if it stops there... We're missing some stuff, right? We're missing some stuff. None of us have arrived, and we all have many unwritten chapters. And discipleship takes a lifetime of intentionality and surrender to God in all things. It's not just about implementing a couple spiritual practices and say, yep, today I read. No, no, no. It's not that easy, unfortunately. If only, if only it was so, so much like that, but it is not. Uh, Behind closed doors, when no one is looking, I want to ask you today, are you in love with Jesus? When you're not at church, what does your faith look like? What is your next step at taking your discipleship deeper than it has ever been before? Second thing I want to touch on this morning 
in terms of core values is community. I want to state loud and clear that we are a multi-generational faith community. We're missing some of those multi-generational pieces this morning because they're in the nursery and in a classroom, but they are here with us. And we believe that stronger communities are built as we love each other, our neighbors, and our city. And as a church, we are called to love and include each other. So easy to say. Is loving and including each other easy to do all the time? Is everyone in a community alike and think the same things and feel the same things? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But we are called to love and include each other. Our value of community is very much connected to our mission because it calls us to serve one another selflessly and to make room for others and their gifts. I want to say over this last season, you may have known if you've been around for a bit that we've told some stories in our series, Our Stories. You may have heard stories from a diverse group of people from within this community. We've had many people lead worship. We've had some guest musicians join us. We have had women and men of different ages and stages actually join us to preach. This is not an accident. It is intentionally taking steps to build community by making room for a variety of people and gifts that we are the better for and we are called to allow them to be expressed within community. One of the key ways that I think I can serve you as pastor in the future, well, there's, there's two. The first way I can serve you as your pastor is one, to keep my ego in check. I am not the man. I am a man. I am part of a family. The second thing I can do is make room for our community and for the members of this place to have influence. I want to call the members and the attenders in this community to share and to serve each other, regardless of age and stage. And I believe that everyone is called. Everyone is called by God and loved by God and has work to do right here in this family. And you have gifts that you are called to express here in this family. In fact, I would argue that the first place your gifts should be expressed is in and for the kingdom. As believers, that should get our first chunk of time, energy, resources, money, Jesus first in all things. What does it look like as we move into 2023 or towards 2023 to be a part of this community? What gifting and calling has God put on your life and is God leading you deeper into? What gifting and calling is God leading you deeper into? Do you ever ask God that? Do you know, maybe? Have you ever known, have you ever had this sense that you've known for years that you were supposed to do this thing or that thing and you just haven't got around to it yet and it just sits there kind of in idle? Oftentimes I've met people like that. Some, some of you may not know, but it is your job as disciples to find out and to bring that calling to bear upon community. The third value is Collaboration. I say this by saying we value partnerships and working side by side with other organizations and sharing resources wherever it is possible. I want to say collaboration ties to our mission because it impacts how we serve and how we share together. Collaboration is this value that pushes us beyond our own community, values, wisdom, and excellence. It helps us see beyond ourselves, and it celebrates the gifts and successes of others, and it is not intimidated or fearful of it. Have you heard that saying, many hands make light? Many hands make light work. Collaboration 
allows that to happen. Collaboration allows us to extend uh, our impact beyond just our own gifts and abilities that we have right now today. Collaboration participates, celebrates, and learns from the excellence of others. I want to ask you today, what ministries or organizations do you think would be good partners or a good fit for Grand Valley Church to work with in the future? Who can we learn from and collaborate with? Who can we help? What do we have that we're stewarding that can help someone else? What do we have to offer this community? The fourth thing that I want to touch on in terms of core values is stewardship. We define stewardship as the responsibility to administer and manage all things that Christ has delegated into our hands. We want to manage what we have well and give back to the best of our ability through participation in the church, service in our community, and generosity with all our stuff. Generosity with everything that we have. Any church or business that does not steward its stuff and its people and its talent with excellence will over time be much less effective. Or in the worst case, its effectiveness is so bad that it ceases to exist. And in that case, the mission of serving and sharing Jesus is simply not possible at all. And I take very seriously the decision of those who choose to attend or call this place home. It's exciting, but it's also a significant responsibility. I want to use what is given to great impact in the kingdom. So if you choose to serve here or you choose to give, the cool thing is, is that when you do that and God shows up in His power, He can make more happen with all that than we can ask or see or imagine. So in God's economy, one plus one is seven. Makes no sense. But we are called to offer what we have to Him and to steward it with excellence. I want to ask you, how is God calling you to invest in a greater way and participate in a greater way in this place as we begin a season of implementing new vision and new strategy at Grand Valley Church? How can you be a part of stewarding faithfully what God is doing here. I want to say that in your notes you will see a lot of scriptures for all those core values. I encourage you on your own time to just page through them and see what the Word says about all these things. So leveraging our mission and our values, we have also set four key missional goals that paint a picture of the vision we have for the future of Grand Valley Church. You guys ready for some vision? Good stuff. Okay, the first thing is, we will be a healthy, multi-generational community that serves 300 or more people each week, both live and online. So, at Grand Valley Church, we believe that people at every age and stage need a faith community to call home. I believe, um, for many, Grand Valley Church is that place, and not because, as we've discussed, not because it's perfect, but because God has deeply tasked us as a team to love and equip Christ followers at every age and stage. So if you're here this morning and you've worked a long career and you've come into retirement, I want to say welcome to Grand Valley Church. If you're a newly married couple or just getting started out in the city or the area, I want to say welcome to Grand Valley Church. If you're a high school student or you're a young adult or you're single and not married, I want to say we have a place for you. Welcome to Grand Valley Church. 
And if you're young like my own children, but you want a place that you'll be taken seriously and developed and equipped and loved and discipled, welcome to Grand Valley Church. This place is a place that has room for all people at all stages because that's what a healthy, natural kingdom family looks like. It includes everyone. That's who we are and it's who we're called to be more of in the future. So I want to be honest and I want to say that uh, the last few years, especially coming out of COVID, has been difficult in many ways for Grand Valley Church and for many, many churches in this city. There is an incredible amount of challenge for the community and the kingdom in this city. But in spite of those challenges, God is still good and He is with us. And He is equipping us and giving us what we need to see the mission and ministries of this place thrive in a way that is relevant to today and impacts everyone. All kids, all youth, and all adults. This goal is a call for everyone in this place to support and like and invite and share as you jump in and become passionate, kind advocates for people, for, the, for us as people, and the work that we are called to do as a community. We all need a home, right? Do we all need a home? We all need a home and we all need a place to belong. And to everyone who's here this morning and to everyone online, I want to say, welcome home. The second goal that we have is to repair and expand our facilities to better equip our ministries and community. So exciting. <laughs> this one you can be split on, but trust me, it's good stuff. The facility we have of Grand Valley Church is simply a tool, right? It's a tool for life and community and for the ministry that we want to do. And this tool, while it's beautiful and effective, needs a bit of restoration and a bit of touch-up. Not so that we could have a new, shiny, or fancy thing. We do not care about having a new, shiny, or fancy thing. But we care about how we can serve our church family and our community effectively. And that's what we would get. We want to build a place where we can have healthy ministries thrive for multi-generational impact. So our vision for this place is not to simply build a place that's effective for a short time, but effective for a long time. I'd love to build a place that my kids can inherit, a place that's strong and thriving and beautiful and effective, and it needs a place to do that. This is the place. We have to invest in it and care for it so that we can use it as an effective tool to reach our city, our community, and do life together. Amen? Amen? Thirdly, we are going to establish local compassion partners and build kingdom partnerships that are transformative, relational, and long-term. Grand Valley Church needs long-term kingdom partners to help us transform this city with the compassion and love of Jesus. We are called to do that, but we are not called to do it alone. There's people we need to grab who are like-minded to help us do it together. And we are much more interested in the long-term wins and steady relationships with ministries who can count on us and who, who we can count on in turn than in the short-term win. Like I said just a few moments ago, we're in this for the long haul with the care and the concern the love and the passion to impact many. We want to impact many. We, you know, we take attendance. It's just one metric, but we take attendance. Why? Well, it's nice to know who's here, but we want to impact many. 
We want to know who it is we're touching and who it is we're not. And let me tell you, there's a lot of room here. Not just here, but there's a lot of room for the gospel and the kingdom and the message of Jesus to have impact in our city. Lots of room. But it needs to be done well with kindness and with compassion and with partners who help us do it. Fourth, we want to work towards building and supporting the whole church in our area outside of our own ministries. As I said, coming out of COVID for a lot of ministries has been tough. Nonetheless, there are many gifted and talented ministries all around us. And we believe in a future where we can see Grand Valley extending resources and kingdom momentum well outside our immediate church family. We want to bless and help other ministries, helping them succeed at who God has called them to be. This may be hosting, it may be providing events or training, uh, practical help or financial assistance. It might be building digital resources or teachings or allowing other ministries to use our space and our stuff. And it definitely includes partnership with Elam Fellowship and other ministries that will help us work beyond our city. Do you guys know Elam Fellowship? You should check Elam Fellowship out. They are our fellowship, our partners, and we look forward to working with Ralph and Elam for a long time as we continue to look for opportunities through Elam to have impact nationally and internationally. Some good things are coming on that very, very soon. So I was, as I was thinking about wrapping this message up, a story came to me from John 6, 1-14. And you guys may not know that passage off heart, but you will know the story. It's a story of a boy who offered to disciples five loaves and two fish. Do you know that story? That story in John 6, a boy offers Jesus and his disciples five loaves and two fish. And when he in faith trusted the disciples and Jesus with those five loaves and two fish, Jesus took it and he blessed it. And it fed an entire community of 5,000 men plus women and children. And there was enough leftovers for all of Jesus' personal staff to take home a whole box Can you imagine that? That's such a picture. Enough leftovers for everyone who is serving in that kingdom as part of that mission. It's incredible. And today, as I close, as I wrap up this time, I want to come before you and I want to say in a prophetic sense that I think that's what God is asking me as as a pastor right now. And I think that's what God is asking you as family and as community at Grand Valley Church. I think God is challenging us to be that boy and to, in faith, trust God with the little that we have. What is it that you have? You know, that, what, that boy didn't offer Jesus just part of his lunch. He gave Jesus all of his simple lunch. Five loaves and two fish. And when he offered it to Jesus and when Jesus blessed it, it served an entire community till they could eat no more And on top of that, there was leftovers. I want to say today that if you're here and you want to know God deeply, you want to know God deeply like you have never known Him before, offer what is yours to Him. If you want to serve God and you want to serve each other in the way that you are called to by Jesus Christ, offer what is yours to Him. If you want to serve God, and you want to serve our community in the way that you are called to and commended to by Him, offer what is yours to Him.
you want to share the good news and the hope of Jesus with your city and with this country and beyond this country, open your hands and your lives and offer what is yours to Him. I think as a community, if we can do that, if we can take what God has given, the little bit that we have, and we can offer it to Him, I believe that God will multiply it and He will equip us with the love and the power and the resources and the wisdom that we need to not just feed this church, but to impact our entire city. And not just impact this entire city, but touch a nation. And not just touch our nation, but use this place to reach across the world in ways that we cannot see or imagine or understand right at this moment. Can you see something bigger? Can you believe for something more as you offer what is yours to Jesus? One of the things that is so clear is even as we're coming into clarity with mission and vision, we don't see it all, but Jesus does. And so I'm going to close this morning, but I just want to invite you into closing with me by bowing your heads. And I want to offer this place as it is today. And I challenge you to offer what you have in your lives fully into the service of Christ. And trust that as we do, we can see God do more than we could dream of or ask or imagine. As He adds His supernatural power and beauty and momentum into it. So Lord Jesus, as we close this morning and as we launch a new season, God, I ask that we would offer what we have to You completely selflessly. And God, that as we take what we have, just these little amounts and invest them to You, You would take them and multiply them. And through this place, we would see generation after generation after generation equipped and falling in love because of the sacrifice that we've made, because of the call and the mission and the vision You've poured out onto this place. God, I pray that we would be passionate, kind and gentle advocates for the work that you want to do and the transformation that you want to have take place in each of our own lives here in this place, but also beyond us into the city of Brantford. God, we call on your love and your power to be over this city of Brantford. God, we call for your love and your power to be over our country of Canada. God, we believe that even though we've seen hard times and things are confusing and we don't always know what's going on, that you, God, are still in control. You still have a plan. You still love people. You're still passionate about redemption and have a heart to save every man, woman, and child at every age and stage. God, help us to capture a fresh vision for how much you love us and how much you love others who are not here and who do not know your name. God, we give this place, we give this mission and this, this, this vision and these values to you and ask that you would multiply and equip and God, if any part of this is not from you, change it and shift it as we grow and as we go together in the name of Jesus. And everyone said together, Amen.